this weekend is when everyone, everything got cancelled and everyone uh, and some industries got panicked. You're going to um, have to work really hard, very smart and very strategic and if you don't, um, then you're in trouble. There's nothing like a crisis or a time oh, of crisis. Yeah. yeah. That's when you, you come up with your best ideas, yeah. your best strategy. I am like a warrior eater, so yeah. my thing that I do is I just start eating if I'm worried. Well, I only have my street smart experience yeah. space, and you know when you're street smart, you've got to be you've got to be on it. You've got to be forward thinking. You've got to be strategical and and learn and, and grow and learn and grow and learn and grow. Welcome to the Sisters That Slay podcast, featuring Mim, Fez, and Beef, also known as Miriam, Talitha, and Ferial. We are three sisters building our mini sister empire and bringing you on the journey. We're passionate about learning and growing from those that have been there, done that, ticked the box, won the prize and have the scar. Real people, real stories. We uncover their secrets to how they are living their best lives and push through their lows. Dream the impossible and make it your reality. One life the critics you've got a sisterhood that want to see you slay hey hey good evening and welcome to the sisters that slay podcast i have a few special guests on today and one of my sisters hello i'm talitha and we have leon hill from organic hill do you want to show us your little wine and say hi. Welcome. Hi to everyone. Say hi. Hello. 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 You just forgot the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Leon has some sunglasses uh-huh. props there. He's got all the props. And we have Sam Stafford from Iotics. Hey. Hi. Welcome. These guys have been longtime fans of the show, also all run businesses in Australia. And um, I decided to tackle the elephant in the room. In the room. Yeah. Everyone's. So tell Tell everyone, Miriam, what what day is today? Because we need to, because everything's moving hour by hour. Anybody should listen to this, regardless if they're listening in a month, listening in two months, everything that we're going to be talking about is still valuable. Um, I don't know what today is. So it's Tuesday, guys. Okay. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Which is as to what day it is. COVID day number 60. COVID day number 60. We're we're in amongst of. Get rid of COVID. We just had had, um, the government's going to be making further announcements, but they've reduced it down to 500 people in a room. And 14 days quarantine if you're coming in from and overseas. Stop, stop press, guys, because and my no, local my local football training in Gaul, South Australia, has been cancelled until further notice. <laughs> so that's pretty serious. And uh, my son has had one day off from school so far. So <laughs> No, but we're going to be talking about what in terms of where we are at now. So the government's making some decisions that we have to abide, abide by. Um, but... but yeah, I don't think it's about where we are now. It's how we are reacting to what yeah. is going on. Yeah. So we and I've got my guests on because we can't control what's going on. We no. don't know what's going to happen right now, tonight, tomorrow, anything. It's completely out of control. It's going crazy. People, Don't we can't control how people are going. Paper. Sorry. No, no. 
toilet paper. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about how the shelves are. We no longer have toilet paper. It is the most expensive asset going out right now, toilet paper and hand sanitizer, I think. Kind of need food to get the job started. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I think people are forgetting that as well. <laughs> like the bottle shops are still full. The Lolly Lyles are still full. But, yeah, you know, see. Anyways, we're not, we're, we're not here online's to... increasing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, online's gone through the roof. But we're not here to talk about those types of things. We're to- here to talk about how can we empower, inspire, educate... Um, and get our small business community to start thinking about how they're going to respond. So first of all, I'm going to hit up our guests with a few uh, really serious questions just to lighten the mood up Um, and also gives us a bit of understanding about how old they are. No, Yeah, we don't do the opening words, but uh, in-house joke. Now, childhood celebrity crush. Go, Leon. Oh, Tony Perrin. And Talitha and I are like, who is this? Do you know Oh, Do you know who it is? I didn't even know that that is either. <laughs> no. So, Leon. Well, how old are you, man? <laughs> no offence. Mm. Or I'm old. <laughs> no, no, I think we need to Google. I'm going to Google Tony okay. Perrin. Why am I Googling? Get a photo Go. of her. Funniest oh. home videos. Oh, the no, Monday. I didn't even before Joe. Before, before sheltered. That's right. Yeah. I grew up on Blue Healers in a country practice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we were even Lame. more sheltered than that. And Sam, who's your childhood celebrity crush? I've changed crash. mine to Lara Croft. Can we just say who yours was before? <laughs> Pamela. Yeah, Pamela Anderson. She is, she's an animal activist. Oh, she's a she's feminist. She's an animal. I'm sure she's a really, really nice lady. Totally. Okay, moving on. Uh, Beautiful yeah. teeth. You can find, um, you can find still trying to find the childhood yeah, celebrity okay. crush. Yeah. Oh, she's a bit of a cutie. Yeah, but she's a that computer one. Put it up to the. One. You need to put it up to the screen. So I don't know where my while screen we're is. putting it up to the screen, um, inspirational quote, Sam. Oh. What, what do you live by? What's your sort of when you're down and want some inspiration? Um, one of my favourites, I would say, is um, you can never have too much. So I'd rather have too much than not enough of yeah. something. Cool. And that's, you can apply that anywhere. Um are you sure you can? Ne- I mean, sorry, no judgment uh, no. here. I know, Miriam. Nando's. Business, yeah. Miriam. Seriously. <laughs> name something you can't. Yeah. Chocolate. Name Corona. <laughs> Chocolate. Yeah. Alcohol, probably something that need addiction. to be. That's different. This is just something like a, a, like a nice treat, I guess. <laughs> uh. Again, there's no judgment on this podcast. <laughs> Great quote, Seth. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, comment. Uh, so us- inspirational. <laughs> and, uh, I like Leon. Leon, what was yours? <laughs> Hang on, I'm ready. Don't panic, I've got organic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's such a plug. <laughs> oh, oh, I saw what you did there wine. on the hill. <laughs> who, who doesn't like wine, though? I know. Um, so, Sam, can you give us your elevator pitch, please? Uh, sure. So, we help small and medium businesses, uh, like, remain competitive through technology. So... Where big end of town has all of the latest and all of the you know the wheelbarrows full of cash to invest in in tech stuff to yeah. drive operational efficiencies and things, um, we 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 give them the same outcome just a different way. Yep. So, so we, what what type of client? Because when I first met Sam and he introduced me, like he introduced what it was, I was just totally confused. So what type of businesses are you helping? We we work in like so we do primarily food and beverage. So we work in a lot of wineries, a lot of um, manufacturing environments. Uh, we do a lot of water treatment stuff. Um, so we build water plants for hospitals, water plants for. 
um, you're lucky Westfields farmers all stuff. so we, we've partnered with 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 a, with a company that sort of got us into that um, we uh, we're essentially a team of smart sparkies that um, are really good we, we can I guess sort of walk into someone's business and watch uh, bottling some wine or, or, or manu- a manufacturing process and find ways to suggest or strategies to say hey um, you could do that a different way or you could do that better or you could reduce yeah. your wastage or, or do something faster. So um, quite often what we were finding in, in my previous experiences, whenever you talk tech, people are like, oh, no, that's way too expensive. No, we can't afford that. Like, mm. that's, that's just not us. But times have changed and uh, we, we love it. Everyone needs to get on the bandwagon yeah. of tech now. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I guess we, we offer our value through um, creative suggestions. Um, and um, give give clients visibility and insights into many things they don't know. Um, Very yeah. interesting, cool. Sam. It's Thank really you. cool. We have a lot yep. of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've um, mm. had your business for a couple of years. Your background was FIFO, and then it's kind of just exploded. Is that right? Yeah. Business? So I, I I had this amazing opportunity as a Sparky to jump on board with a fantastic uh, South Australian founded automation firm. Um, they they just threw me tons of bones, gave me so much knowledge. Um, I loved tech. I loved helping people. I, I suppose is the biggest reward that 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 you, you know I found I'd, I would get. Um, just seeing the value or seeing people um, change state from a state of panic or angst to a state of relief. Um, and uh, I guess you know I, I was there for ten years, and and after that I sort of thought, well, you know, I'm really good at this, and this is really fun. Um, but I'd love to help smaller businesses, so your SME market, mm. um, and um, drive some of the things that I've learned um, has, you know, in, into their businesses to, to give them value. Um, and, and we have a ton of fun. You know, we're, we're, yeah, we are young. We're, yeah, I've been in business for you know, just over three years. Um, learn everything um, by learnings or by um, through education, um, just on experience shares and. Uh, figuring it out along the way. Um, my, my brother gave me a ton of help. Um, my friends, network, you know, you just kind of figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, and that's what I roll think this is all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you roll with the punches. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, Sam's pro- <clears throat> from the School of Hard Knocks. We ha- probably have another person from the School of Hard Knocks here. Um, Leon, your elevator pitch, a bit about your background. Um, and the reason why I'm doing this is so you can see, like, we've got a bit of a wide variety of experience in the room um, yeah. and across different industries as well. So, yeah, it's it's cool to bring you guys together. Well, we'll start with the end. I obviously own Organic Hill Wines and produce my own product now and uh, just been certified organic, actually, as of Monday, which is pretty <laughs> excellent news. Um, but when it began, I was working for other people and then you do go into your own business and... Over time, you evolve and you learn certain skill sets, and it's been one of those things where you work in. Uh, I worked in a labelling company. I've worked in a, a spirit business. I worked in a wine distribution company. I then went, and uh, that uh, spirit business was actually then acquired at the time by CCA, which is Coca Cola Amatel. Didn't want to stay into that because I had visions of doing my own thing. So I actually then diverted and I actually picked up a job before I then moved into my own business, which I was working for a Chinese. Um, business based in Sydney and also in Shenzhen and had family in Singapore, et cetera. And then that was a great learning experience because you take on board working uh, for different, uh, obviously, styles of people in general. That's what it really is when it comes down to it. Um, And they learn um, how to do uh, domestic business, but then you learn how to do export as well. So 
I then uh, shifted and decided to set my own um, wine distribution business up in Melbourne. Um, that then expanded over about a five-year period and had gone from having two, three brands to <clears throat> having a good uh, 12 brands in it. And one of the main key focuses was actually organic. Um, then, unfortunately, one of the uh, main directors and owners of uh, a lovely brand, which is Wild Fox Wines here in Adelaide, he passed away and uh, it opened up, obviously, doors to um, you know, set my own brand and business. And then, I suppose, uh, the rest is history. I then bought a, a vineyard. So I've kind of done a different business model. A lot of people would start with a vineyard and then go forward and then end up with their brand at the end, whereas I actually started with distribution and worked backwards. So it's a reverse business model strategy that I basically created about 10 years ago. So you quite knew different. how to sell, basically. I knew how to sell. I then needed to go back and have the grapes. Yeah. Yeah. So you st- obviously it starts with grapes and it goes through to so actually selling. your vineyard mm. is, whereabouts is that? In McLarenville. We've yep. also got um, you know, five other vineyards which get and source other grapes. Yeah. From- Across yep. Australia. So Across Australia. Can't buy everything at once. No, I do know a little bit about my wines, so I do know that. Um, and what grapes do you grow in your vineyard in McLaren Vale? In McLaren Vale, there's Shiraz and Grenache. There's yep. only uh, four acres. Yeah. Um, this year's come out, it's around about six tonnes to uh, have come of Shiraz from yesterday. So that was a two-acre block. That basically gives you three tonnes yep. um, to the acre. Yeah. Um, you're going to get around about 700 litres, give or take, per tonne. Um, you can then equate that to, what, 4,800 litres it'll be come out. It's just been crushed today, so Ooh. I haven't got my exact numbers. Literally would have been done probably about 10 o'clock. This is the most so, stupid, random, bizarre question yeah, about probably, crushing. Probably. <laughs> no, like, no. Do they still yeah, the do crush. the old school crushing? Like I see photos of people, yeah, of Instagram, like doing it, and I'm like, how is this hygienic? Like, does that still go on, or is that just for well, Instagram? It's alcohol, so it's going to be obviously yeah, everything. everything. Don't care. No, it gets going killed, in there. The with, I suppose go a fair bit of toe jam. Wine. No, <laughs> forget that. No, thank Not you. Would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so that is legit. Them doing okay, great. But you don't. It's a bit of fun. You don't. I don't do that. But we, everything gets uh, also produced and crushed off site. And why so passionate about organic? Um, what's the difference? Why should we? Well, for me, it was really good. when I first started. I was um, gluten intolerant. I wasn't actually. Um, celiac by any means. I had, oh, I thought I had irritable bowel. I didn't have that. I thought I was even um, gluten intolerant. I may not even have that as well. But the one thing that does seem to be when it comes to alcohol and e- foods and everything included is preservatives. Yeah. So there's so many preservatives in food that's causing havoc for lots of kids and, you know, it causes um, ADHD and all kids who start going crazy on, on that. And I was probably one of those kids, to be honest. And oh, so, I've got a few ADHD <laughs> people in the room. Makes two of us. <laughs> Great. Oh, <God. laughs> okay, cool. And now... Gives so you a lot of energy, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what sometimes as entrepreneurs, we need this energy, we need this drive. So I've, I've heard as well that... Your wine doesn't produce a hangover, is that why? Well, not if you have three bottles of it. Drink responsibly. Drink, drink responsibly, but yeah, it doesn't. It, there's there's no 220 yeah. um, in the wine, which yeah. is great. So, you know, yeah. you can still go and have a few glasses of wine and cool. depending on your... Um, good, for, good for your health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dr. Dr. Leon's nah, just said good yeah, for your health. Yeah, I'm saying, you know. Yeah, and it's also vegan too. It's becoming quite a big category. Yeah. Um, within it and then everything. Why is some, I thought all wine would be vegan? Well, there's fish oils and egg whites that get used in filtration process. Okay. So cool. they can obviously don't get used in that. Some use um, clay. And in the crush is 
in defense just of the anti-vegans, you know, yeah. there's a fair share of rat and uh, uh, bird and, and other th- things that go into the grapes no, as well not. crushed in there. No, it's oh, wow. not. Is that true We're going to get so many complaints. I know. <laughs> Come on. We try to sell our wine to the globe. We have global listening. There is none Would of that. Would you rather? <laughs> okay, so that is... Is basically Hang we've on. heard. Yeah, before you oh, go, Talitha, ask do you want to share on celebrity? Oh, we've already asked about yeah, celebrity yeah, cash. Sorry, okay. I just so didn't want to miss is, out on anything. This is the normal world yeah. of Leon and Sam going about their usual thing, getting ready to take over the world. Got all these goals, expansion plans, everything's happening. All of a sudden, over the last couple of weeks, Ta-da. how have you guys been coping? Yeah. Give us your sort of mental response, um, everything that sort of, and obviously we can talk about doom and gloom, but how have you sort of gone through your own journey? Sam, let's start with you. Well, it's been interesting. I mean, I feel like like you've got two options, right? Like you can run with the herd or you can, like in, in our case, we've always been outside the square. We've always, I, I'm really um, drawn. dog. Yeah, I'm really mm. drawn on energy, and yeah. I guess it's just it, it it you know from from everything that's happening. Um, I guess in a business sense, um, I've just been observing. You know, um, I've spent my fair share of time looking at media, looking at um, mm, government. Yeah, looking reading at articles. yeah, reading mm. articles, trolling LinkedIn, trolling Facebook, trolling media, and it's not because I particularly, like I don't like negativity mm. um, and it's not because I want to just absorb myself in a negative space. It's what it's, I actually want to understand the behaviour of the people and understand how this is affecting the wider community in a business sense, in a personal sense, um, in all senses really, from schools to businesses to, you know, to, to any anything. Um, and it's been, been quite interesting uh, to me because, you know, I'm uh, a person, I'm driven by helping people. You know, and I think that, um, you know, as opposed to, um, I suppose, following the crowd and, um, you know, um, going with you know, what we're told we should be doing and what we're, you know, what we're told we, and, and being absorbed into all of that, um, as leaders, we kind of need to lead by example, you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, I've taken the proactive approach um, quite earlier. I have been an early adopter. No, I was not. Whilst I was not a prepper, I was. Um, Do you know of anyone that prepped this? In yeah. a, if in a business sense, yeah, yes. like prepped our yeah. mum, Miriam. No, no, no. Oh. But yeah. she only started prepping last week. Like yeah. Sam's talking about, probably as soon as the like in end of last year, so Chinese, or has Chinese prepped New for year. something. Yeah, like in gen- in January. Like <clears throat> I guess always being like it, it's someone has to be ahead of the game. My head was right. racing ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. Like my head was miles in. Think, yeah. I was thinking about like putting in veggie patches and chickens and yeah, like sure. putting and, and that's petrol okay. back into the thing, having it all self-sustainable. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know my, my experience was it. Yeah, we're always adop- I'm always adopting education. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm self-taught. I haven't. I don't have an MBA. I don't have any experience as a CEO. I don't have any experience running. Um, a business formal experience at all. I only have my street smart experience yeah. space, and you know Dingo, when you're street smart, you've got to be you've got to be on it. You've got to be forward thinking. You've got to be strategical and and learn and, and grow and learn and grow and learn and grow. Yeah. Um. And for me, you know, from from January, from from seeing the 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 small uh, part of that, I guess you know we've invested a lot in um 
uh, self-development um, through um, advisory coaching, through um, EO, through, you know, um, all sorts of training means. And you, surround, you, you get that opportunity to be around people that see things in the way that we see things. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, um, you know, in terms of um, prepping um, in a business sense, it's been about going, okay, well, um, what do we need to be doing now to bring value back or add value back into yeah. the community while this is all going on? Like it's not, out, you know, it, we can't control it. Um, we can't, um, they, they, you know, we can't um, control others or other businesses or other organisations or people um, doing what they want to do. That's okay. But what can we do to, to give value back? So It's time to become internal. Australia's yeah. going to yeah. um, wake up really and... Yeah. Um, Mm. Start looking after the local butcher, the local hairdresser, the lo- everything local, yeah. and even the elderly <clears throat> and the vulnerable, and mm. you know yeah. the people that can't. And so, well, Sam, when you were sort of thinking about how can you add value, and when the tide changed for you, because you had your your hand on the pulse, what was it that made you realise that things are going to be different? Um, for me, I guess uh, the biggest. The biggest turning moment there was um, <clears throat> that whole build-up of media and the the, the shift, um, and I and I won't say sudden shift because this has you know it's been going on at varying levels for some time now, but the shift in the way people were were sort of thinking and um, predicting this and and you know things starting you know shares starting to fall, yeah, business starting to tighten up their budgets. I saw a lot of that earlier in the piece, and I guess you lost some clients. Is that you lost some jobs, or what happened? We, we have, and I think everyone feels that. You know, we've lost, we've had clients that we've just felt um, helpless to. You know, that have that have had to rein in their non-critical spend um, as a result of um, the the effects of importation, exportation, um, hygiene. Um, you know, um, people. You know, com- community presence, all that sort of stuff, um, and and. You know, put put projects on hold, which is which has affected us. I guess in our strategy, um, or our line of thinking has been all right. If tomorrow we lost all of our projects, like everything went from zero yeah. in our pipeline, yeah. What could you do to add value back into the community? So, and what did you decide? What did you, I built, did you write down a list? Or? Yeah, I built a plan. Yeah. I built a. I built a. Um, uh, uh, someone shared an article with me. One of my one of my buddies actually, um, and it was fantastic. And and I built this plan. Um, around um, a lot of the learnings through that article. So I built an offence plan, a defence plan, yeah. and a first response plan. Yeah. Um, so you know, what does that mean, an offence plan, a defence plan, and a f- first uh, yeah, offence strategy, sure. defence strategy? So what does that mean I for guess you? The, and, I, and I rolled this today. Um, the, the, fir- the three critical things uh, to me were, from, an, from a business point of view, um, what, uh, I have three goals. Um, so um, keep everyone employed. Keep yeah. everyone safe and um, add as much value back into the community as, as, as possible through whatever means that we do. So, yeah. a defence plan. Um, it's about being responsible for the business. So, you know, we had a couple of um, large expenses coming up. We were rolling four job ads recently. As mm. of um, very late, we, we were ro- rolling four four ads for um, significant Picking roles. Graves. You know, like yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah. So we we <laughs> we shelved out. them. Oh. You know, we shelved yeah, yeah, positions. Yeah. We we had two vehicles we were going to buy. We shelved those. You know, we any significant so expense straight away. Yep. Any any egg- color cut it done. Yeah. Cash is king in yeah. the business, as we know, right? Yeah. And you know, you, your cash is your cash. It's irresponsible as a business owner to go out and yeah, with a um, 
I guess a closed-minded approach with your with your spend and go, oh, you know, that's fine. Like, yeah, Corona, yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, let's just buy this and buy this and this. Like, yep. it's time to huddle in and go. Well, okay, we need our cash because our cash is our lifeblood. It's everything. Leon's right? having a go at me because <laughs> I. So I, I might just share my response because sounds like, oh my god, he's amazing. I was um, I was probably in a bit of denial and shock about the whole thing, and only really started to realise it was an issue when. We ran out of toilet paper and realised, oh, my God, this is how people are going to Holy respond. Shit. They're going to all start hoarding toilet paper. So that was when I was, like, far out. Then that's when the stock market was sort of... Um, Clinic uh, shares went through the roof. Yeah, that's when the stock market sort of went and then I went, oh, my God, this is a little... But for me, it was a bit of shock in the, uh, in the beginning. And Did also, any of your clients have any indication to you that... No, nah, not really, not before. Not This weekend is when everyone, everything got cancelled and everyone uh, and some industries got panicked. It all just happened this weekend. Like um, some... <sighs> Not really much indications other than this weekend. Um, but for me, it was a, I was supposed to be going to Georgia. So Leon gave me a bit of a dig before. I was supposed In to be Europe. booking. Uh, I was, Sorry. Tomorrow <laughs> night, on Thursday night, I was supposed to be going on my little holiday to Georgia for a week and a bit to um, look at the wine, look at investment opportunities. And well, then. Well, I consider going, but I mean, oh, yeah, fantastic no. wine in Georgia. It was, and, I realised I couldn't do any of that with what was going no on. No chance now. Um, um, and it just wasn't my place to be doing it. So you cancelled on Saturday, is that right? You cancelled your overseas trip? It was more so I just realised the, the um, I needed to be there to support my business clients and support people through this because it but is progressively just getting more and more just full on and um, and level of uncertainty as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, like, it's <clears throat> no, it's not. But a lot of people. So basically, it's had to. Everyone's had to sort of cancel, change their plans. It's yeah. kind of stuffed up everything. It has. Leon, let's talk about you because uh, I mean, a few months ago, you were supposed to be exporting all this wine to China. It was going to be high price. Amazon, everything was all coming, and uh, now it's all been put on. <laughs> December. Just no, like, it was even like in no, January. But, yeah, but like December, yeah, he no, was it telling was. us his plans of yeah. that. Yeah, so. I've got two other projects as well that are on, on their way and uh, one with a bit of a family heritage uh, through John oh, Hill Wines and then yeah. um, also another one for a bit of music and, and wine, which was going to be a bit of a new theme that I've got. I've already done that and trademarked it, so that's called mm-hmm. Vine Hill. Yes. As in vinyl. And that was going to be a, a bit of... <laughs> <laughs> so everything's got a hill in it. <laughs> Um, and do you want to like also tell us that you're like 37th royalty or something like that? Oh, you found Jesus. that out one day. I did. Le- Leon's one of my clients Monarchy. that just calls me every morning Henry, Henry with some age. sort of update. Oh, we came so, from Vikings apparently. So, who's, so Jane, sorry, who is was, your who's your heritage? Oh, the one that- Henry the Eighth. Uh, okay. One of the wives that he beheaded was yeah. um, Jane Seymour, and that's one of my relatives. Your grandpa wow. was also Australian cricketer. Is that right? Or um, it was my great grandfather's brother. So <laughs> okay, so Leon, yeah, which is so, Clem Hill. So we've got the Clem Hill standard so Adelaide over. That's your, true. What? What? When did you notice that the tide was changing, or was there a, like a day that you woke up and thought, "What yeah, is early, going on?" Yeah, it was probably that mid um, mid January, and yeah. then things started going, and I'd 
Um, did I, you, I had did actually, you ship but, any wine for Chinese New Year? No, nothing. So nothing. I haven't started yeah. anything. But let's um, talk about how did you... It was still a project for down the track. Yeah, how did yeah. you then respond? What did you do? Because I called you up today mm. and you're like, I'm calling up rant, like shopping centre or like who were you calling oh, up today? I was today? What are you? So, look, I think the best thing that I've done um, is actually take a bit of a break. Mm. Um, and I really have had a, a probably close to, you know, Couple of stints of work in between, obviously doing two, three days here and there, and um, thinking outside the square, joining up with some organic certification, think taking myself away from what's sort of going on, even though I knew it was there and had to be dealt with. But I, I knew that I needed to basically get some uh, energy behind me because what we've got coming ahead is going to be freaking huge. Mm. Um, so you're going to have to work like an absolute idiot, and you're going to um, have to work really hard, re- very smart, and very strategic. And if you don't, um, then you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, and and that is the key. I mean, we we did, um, but I need a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you got to have fuel in the tank. It's interesting. Um, we did other um, other things. Uh, for example, um, the the first thing that um, the first thing, other than removing non critical expenses and things, is start thinking. Okay, like immediately, let's go into um, let's let's set ourselves up for success here. So we got onto the ATO. We knew that there was you know government stuff coming. So we was like you know okay, you you go you know. Um, did you contact your b- bank manager? What did you do? How yeah, did we've you? Had, we had him actually in yesterday. Yeah. So we we did that. Um, what else did we do? How we was did... the bank? Was the bank responsive? Are they going to help you? Did they just say that they were helping you? How have they we, been? We weren't asking them in a sense of, of help. We were more asking them in a sense of um, how can we get better? Like what does the support look like? What are the expectations in this type of climate? And it was also on the back of some other um, experiences that we've had with the bank. So um, but it was a really good opportunity to ask them exactly this sort of stuff, you know. Um, I don't know. I feel like they had their cards pretty close to their... Yeah, yeah. I can, I can yeah. give some commentary on that because yeah. I get direct emails and communication regarding the lending at the moment. And so it is going... There's going to go two, two ways about it because we're coming off the back of the Royal Commission. We're coming off the back of some decisions that are going to change through legislation as we speak. But I think... That um, especially when you're looking at from a business point of view, but a household point of view is look at your budget, see where you can cut expenses, but also definitely they haven't announced anything as such, but they're just putting on a, a face saying they understand what businesses and personal people are going through. Yeah. The reality is going to come in two it's months gonna, time yeah, it's gonna when come. the crunch hits. I don't know, crunch mm. hits the fan. That's, I guess, when it's going to be. When the fit hits the shan. When yeah. the cash reserves have run out, when people have just. Because the. Yeah, because yeah. it's. Maybe September when the real, like, smack in your face we'll is going to come, to mm. be honest. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I think it depends on industry. I mean, we yeah, did other yeah. things like being a tech business, we buy tech. Yeah. So, you know, how can we forward plan our inventory? Where's you know? this tech um, coming from, though? Where are you buying it from? All over the place. All China, over? So America. So have you had issues with getting it from Absolutely. China? Absolutely, yeah, we, we have. So yeah. what are you doing if you can't get it from China? So we, we had to do, we had to bite the bullet, and part of our spend was let's order, pre-order, which we did in January, a whack of stock. From yeah. China? Um, uh, a lot of it was... Uh, it's ordered from Australia, but a lot of it comes from overseas, like yes. your China Hats stuff. Hats off to you for you ordering know. that, pre-ordering that in January. Yeah, we did not. Yeah, we didn't want to do that. Um, January, um, January was one of generally our quieter months because you know clients are coming back from holidays yeah. and they're not in like work mode yet. So yeah, we had to order a whole pile of stuff. We also had to try and work out what stuff will we hold and why will we need it, and what projects do we expect that we'll get, and what kind of work would you get in a um, climate where. Um, people are, um, you know, um, 
this virus if it was to, if it were back then you know if it was to come to Australia what would that do so you know looking that that was our sort of defensive sort of tax you know yeah. kill expenses order yep. stock um, come up with a hygiene strategy um, come up with uh, okay do we have infrastructure in place in our organisation that could facilitate working remotely you know could I send um, non-critical staff um, away or, or roll them across the week um, into um, almost shifts, yeah. you know, um, so that we don't bomb the whole office out, you know. Um, but no one really needs an office, and that's my opinion, honestly. If the, why can't people work at home? Mm. 100%. Yeah. I've yeah. been doing it for five years. And I, and, and, and I don't and, have an office. I can yeah. work in McDonald's if I want to or whatever, I think that's fine. anywhere I, with a coffee shop. Yeah, you're right. And I think, I, I guess, as long as you, your, your organisation, um, and depending on what you're doing, is set up so that, you can connect with your team. So, mm. you know, do you have robust um, IT infrastructure that can handle, yeah. you know, 30 staff in, go, um, hammering a server or, or yeah. a cloud or something? Do they have internet? Do they have webcams? Do they have laptops? Do you, know, do, do they, do you have software um, and stuff Are set up? in the country and they don't have internet? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So or there's I lots of things the, um, to The consider. issue that I heard about was more the, like particularly now every so much things have been outsourced to these um, Asian countries and it's like, they're shutting down their call centres now. They're shutting yeah. down a whole lot of centres. Yeah, or uh, virtual assistants, all that. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. like, so, uh, yeah, it's that's planning yeah. through those types of things as well for yeah. people that are outsourcing yeah. over. It's planning and then it's observing, which is what we've used to form our, um, you know, our offence strategy. Our offence strategy is more around, okay, so... If we lost our project or if people are panicking or they want, if people, like, what are people going to do? You know, so people are going to not be at work or they're going to be in very strict um, um, operating yeah. structure around the hygiene, around contamination mm. and stuff. But if kids are at home and mums are at home, yeah. that's when obviously grandparents need to step in and do certain <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. And- that's going to be home too. Yeah. With the kids. Yeah. Yeah. My mum, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like every <laughs> kids are all going to be home. We're going to be home. How does work get done? Yeah. I got my mom, thank God, that she's going to be around to help out so I can yeah. still work. But, yeah, obviously everyone <laughs> doesn't isn't as lucky as well, that's me. That's right. And also, you know, like it's, it's going to be a tough time. So, you know, how can how can we um, we started looking at well how can we provide visibility and insight to customers in our industry so yeah. wineries um, manufacturing environments we need to talk by the way you know <laughs> hey um, where's my card um, <laughs> you know um, you know um, you them. <laughs> even in the um, even in um, um, water industry or whatever it is um, you know how can we Take critical information away from the site so that when the stakeholder or the plant manager or the winemaker is at home, at rightly so, that they have that, that you know, there's transparency between them and the site that they yeah. can actually get critical info then, they can get alerts, they can, so you're not sending um, or holding staff unnecessarily onto a site. So it's going to make businesses um, like think smarter, basically. Is yeah, that I think well, yeah. at the end of this, we'll end up with a smarter world. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, I've heard that a lot. I think you know, once we make it through, we're going to come on the other side smarter and if Leaner, you can potentially and better, mm, well, hopefully, in terms of <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just at home <laughs> eating all the food that we've got. Really? Yeah, yeah. To yeah. use up that toilet paper. I'm going to the fridge, and if I'm going to be working from I'm home, I'm going to be putting on ten kilos. No, we can all start a diet challenge. No, I'm, I'm, eating, I'm, I'm eating everything right now. <laughs> um, there's yeah. that saying though, you know, like there's nothing like 
a crisis or a time oh, of crisis, yeah, yeah. It, that's when you you come up with your best ideas, yeah. your best strategy, yeah. you know, your best in times of yeah, when yeah, yeah. I hundred percent, and that's probably what I'm obviously looking forward to when everyone's happy and healthy again, well, healthy more so, um, but I'm looking forward to see how people do thrive mm. in this because it's not thriving off everyone else's failures, but it's it's changing and adapting to making yourself. You've got, you've got to. But I think to get we smart. have to also acknowledge that there was industries that were already stuffed uh, yeah. before this, <clears throat> and unfortunately, this is going to probably be the catalyst for, um, yeah. yeah, for but some I mean, issues. At any one but time, any of our businesses could. So be, what do we yeah. say? They're not only cash poor, but they're asset poor as well. Yeah. So what do we? So at least I look at my, what I've got. What hope got do wine, we have? Even though I've still got to sell it, asset. something has to be done about it. But there's still an actual asset. So what hope do we have, or experience shares? Can we have around the retail business that, um, the retail business, a restaurant right now? the beauty hair salon where people might not go to, probably the um, retail and the restaurants, what hope do we have for them right now? Well, I think it's mainly getting out that important message of you've got everyone has to be healthy, you know, in terms of your health is number one. How is that going to help pay people's staff and wages right now? You're not going to go to... Wages and rent. Well, in terms of I'm still happy and healthy. I'll still get my hair done. I'll still get my nails done. I'll still go to the shops. I'll I'll still... I'll do it Yeah, within that. But if I'm not healthy... I need to make sure that I'm getting better. So I think it's making sure making sure everyone's doing their bit to Got make health. sure they don't spread the virus. Number one, it has to be it. So what am I saying? So, okay, health, yes, not really important. How does my restaurant client right now pay their staff and pay their wages when everyone's going to be at home pretty soon? What do they do? Yeah. I know some restaurants have changed their way of you can well, do takeaway. Pretty simple. They, you can they do can't. pick up and take away. Yeah, and well, they're, they're, they're going to have to pull their heads in and actually start living self-sustainable. And I might have made it as a joke talking the other I couple of weeks that, back and, and building a veggie batch and putting in, in chickens. Potentially, well, they can be going on I Uber Eats. Um, Uber Eats does take a pretty big cut, like pretty big margin. Until the driver and turns or, up and gives someone coronavirus. Mm, no, all that, all that of, cash that was in someone's pocket about, actually physically you're giving you cash and bang. Well, the system's in place, I think, yeah, you've got to think about in terms of how does the virus transmit through food and packaging and everything. But I think with restaurants, it's very volatile industry anyway, especially now with paying, you know, wages and what we see in the, the media. Mm. So I think they've already changed and adapted. They would probably be set up for something like this, not to this scale, I don't I think. Don't, I don't think any of them are. But I think, yeah, because, I over the, you know, numbers have been down going out to places. So mm. I think something, you know, in terms of changing the way that people eat and dine, you yeah. know, I love going out and doing that dining experience. So maybe tr- trying to, you know, I love good food. So I yeah. think the key thing is to maybe communicate and talk with your customers, maybe talk on Instagram, find out um, how can we still um, provide uh, yeah. How can we still service you guys? Um, uh, yeah, and try and communicate and talk to people. But it is, I, I mean, I recently went through and helped one of my retail clients close their doors because that model was not working and they have now changed it so they don't have that retail shop are more profitable and there was an area of their business that was working. Unfortunately, it did mean that they had to um, get rid of staff but the, they just they were going to go under anyway. So it is now is the time to have to rethink 
Do you have to change it? Do you have to go online? Um, what else can you do? But also be mindful because we do have a business which is going to potentially be very affected by this and it's kind of going to be a um, like we've uh, we've inve- uh, yeah, we, we have a business where the business owner has invested $200,000 in refurbishing their play cafe and now the government's probably going to come in and restrict people from going there and they've had discussions with their landlord to let their landlord know what's going on. What is their landlord at the end of the day going to do? The landlord's not going to be able to lease it out to anybody else. Well, he's going to have to go back to the bank and say, oh, I need some leeway too and then the bank has to go back to the yeah. RBA but and the then which it ends pretty, up back at Canberra. The landlord's got yeah. money. Um, but it's I, yeah, like I've thought about this myself, and I, I'd had a solution. If you look at the way that Canberra operates, and w- whether it's a house or a business, they get a hundred year loans, hundred year loans. So and in what Canberra, in, yeah, in, in, the, in the ACT. So generally, if you're working um, and living within the ACT, there's a whole section of housing that which the government do. So why can't something like that be implemented? Whether it's um, 50 years or 75 years and actually extend that period, which means that the actual repayments get reduced and it's subsidised by the government over an extended so long Leon period. So Leon wants to appeal for 100-year loans. <laughs> I mean- well, it's not, it's not for the, the longevity for 100 years, but it's more the point that you might even keep it within your family. You've got to start thinking generational and actually thinking different and outside of the square. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you don't start doing that, then you're not going to be thinking yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to hear Sam's thoughts. But would you would you think that your your what you sat down, your offence, your defence, and your would that work with most businesses? Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think... I mean, I, I'm. This is only my experience. Yeah, of course. Um, I have an open mind, and yeah. you know, I'm positive uh, about about this. I, I don't do negative stuff. I've got to lead by example, um, and I know that it's not something that I can control. Uh, but I can control what I do, yeah. and and our team, we can make our choices um, to work in uh, in in a situation as best as we possibly can. Um, the first, the absolute first thing that I did. Uh, when I um, kicked into gear on Friday and started um, really getting serious, uh, seriously prepared for what I believed would be a, a pretty, like, full-on Monday, which we did have, you know, with Prime Minister making a lot of adjustments and a lot of um, information coming out there, was just reassure your team. Yeah. You know, just say, look, we're going to get through this together. You know, yeah. this is not something that we can control. Yeah. Um, and keep that posit- positive thing. And we did a spring clean. We, it's been amazing, um, the sense of team. You know, when you've got a leader that's, you know, if you, you could throw your arms in there and go, oh, my God, oh, you guys have got no idea. I've got wages. I've got bills. I've got rent. I've got this. I've got that. I'm, we're going to die and blow up. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, you could, yeah, sure. And, and, and look, that is a thing. You yeah. know, like it, you, people will, unfo- a lot of um, it's not jobs funny, yeah. will be lost. A lot of yeah. businesses will um, unfortunately have to close. A lot of people um, will um, will will struggle and it will be horrible. Well, it'll, it'll be terrible. lost hundreds of millions of pounds. Yeah. In the, in the <coughs> last month. Are you talking about the alcohol brand? The actual brand oh, the brand Corona itself, everyone's has had confused. massive damage. It's in Just the, the brand damage. It's yeah. of 400 so million pounds. We ha- like, yeah, so that Sam was pretty negative there, but that, like I think there's a balance between, um, like as in not you were being negative, but you were saying like the worst case scenario is we're going to lose a lot of well, jobs. That, well, we're going to have a to, lot of business yeah. that's what to, to That's what I'm saying at the forefront. That is what is in people's minds. Yeah, that's yeah. what the media is showing us. Is what the but media is telling us. And we can't have our head in the set. Like I know a few people going around in my life that are like so way too positive and like this is the best 
thing that's ever happened. And yeah, there's going to be some opportunities for smart people who have some cash to buy up on a few things. But to think that like they're not going to be untouchable in this everyone, um, everyone. is a bit, I don't know, I'm, I'll let them be in their own little dream world. I'm taking the position. I can see potentially what's happening. Yes, a lot of jobs potentially will get lost. A lot of businesses are going to be closed. I don't want that to be me and I don't want it to be one of my clients and I'm going to fight till the very last second to try and think of everything I can do to save what uh, I've currently built um, and or adapt, change, think of anything new I can be doing. Mm. Diversify. Diversify. Mm. Yeah. It, diversity, d- diversity is um, is is key as well, and having an open mind, being positive. Um, the very um, <clears throat> the mo- probably the most powerful thing that we did, um, literally finished today, was we built a COVID nineteen three to six month strategical plan by way through metrics. So we set goals, yeah, and then we built metrics around the goals. So, like, what are your goals? Can you so, share? Uh, yeah. So, for example, um, our number one goal was to survive through COVID nineteen yeah. um, and so keep. You planned every- out how much money you needed, or what? Yeah. So we looked at um, <clears throat> we looked at existing metrics, which are so these are abnormal net metrics for us, right? But we've had to completely change our tact. So it's very easy as business owners, I think, to get complacent in a sense of yeah, oh, you know, you know. Uh, we make money, you know, we get projects all the time. People ring us up for breakdowns. People want things done. You know, they pay the bill. We move on. You know, that's so easy. And then, you know, you just get snapped Crisis. out of nowhere. Yeah. Crisis. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's a really good time to clean up. Um, for me, it's been a good time to clean to clean up my act and go, well, yeah. hang on, whoa, shit can get really real really quick. Um, we need to pay more respects to the metrics. We need to pay more respects to a strategical plan yeah. and, 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 and keeping um, – you know, you're making your metrics from your goals. So if your goals are, I need to survive in this business, keep everyone uh, in a financial sense, keep everyone employed, keep everyone positive and add value to customers. And then the internet you know, crashes because everyone's at home, it's gone overload, <laughs> and all of a sudden then what do we do? Oh, yeah. my internet is if it actually, It was slow <laughs> as at the moment. It's only going to get worse if people come. We had internet issues here trying to do our Facebook Live. That's the only reason why we are late is because there was internet issues here. Um <laughs> Yeah, so no, it's it's a it's it, it's a it's a testing time, and it will be testing for all. But mm. like I said, I guess my my take on it has been, well, I'm just going to be positive, um, influential, and just put things in place the, to the best of my ability. And the best um, the best thing I have done is just engage the team. Yeah, you know, it's like I always use this metaphor. It's like when when we go to escape rooms, you know, whoever's been to escape rooms or whatever you call it. You know, and I've always said I can guarantee that I will never get out that room on my own because someone always sees stuff that I don't see. Mm, so, yeah. you know, you're in there with three people, four people, five, six, ten staff throwing ideas at something mm, is yeah. so incredibly powerful. And when you're sitting there setting goals, if the goal the goal is obvious, survive, be safe, be healthy, um, support each other, um, give value to the community, keep everyone employed do the best we can, whether we're at home, whether we're part-time, whether we're doing it, that's the goal. Yeah. But, that, but it might you know, be a that's period one when people thing. are going to have to go back to part-time or casual work. Of course, yeah, yeah. or stripped wages or anything. Did you, know, you, yeah. did you talk about that with one team? Yeah. One yeah. of my um, clients asked everyone to have one day of no pay um, and then they were optional whether they still wanted to work that one. Not sure how Fair Work would feel about it, but, it, hey, it might help see them through. It might keep everyone in a job. Um, and I, I guess there's no um, shame. I also have had clients which have had to um, 
cut staff um, and it it's not a nice feeling for anybody, um, but maybe cutting that one and it's not optional, it's not the best, like it's probably the last thing that people want to do, but maybe cutting one of the staff might save the rest of the team and or, yeah, foreseeably in the future the sales might dry, um, dry well, out. Ricard had knocked off 16 staff members in like the third week of January. Yeah, and that's yeah. right, right at the start of it. And I looked at it going, mm. Well, uh, my sister Farrah was saying when in when China reopened, people went back, tried to go back for their jobs and they just disappeared. They weren't around. I, I think a huge thing, you, um, Leon, you raised Diversify earlier. Mm. Um, yeah. And that's been a huge thing for, for me. Uh, I, I think, again, going back to, okay, um, in this situation, if people are in a state of panic, um, as they rightly should be, they're going to be hurting potentially. You know, people might um, find themselves struggling with employment or working part time or from home or whatever. If that's all a thing, mm. and our work changes, which it will and yeah. has, yeah. you know, um, not allowed on sites, not allowed to, and not because we're we're shit. It's just purely because you know it's it's that's what's happening. Yeah. What can we do? And this is We're a team. You're going to make a decision you know, whether you're going to have a horizontal strategy or a vertical yeah. one. Yeah, that's right. So what 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 can we? If there's all this skill between this amazing team of people, what can you do with that skill? How do you diversify that? So okay, sure, you can't control that. That's what's happening now. Yeah. So now what do we do? What do we sell <laughs> to give value back? Yeah, what do you specialise in there too? But don't go too erratic outside of the, yeah. <clears throat> those realms. So I like, think, yeah, I heard a sales guy talking about you know you got to decrease your lead time. You got to. Um, Increase your prices. You got to sell to less people, and um, it was kind of like we need to sell a solution. We still like it. you can't just think people. Yeah, you got to really see what, and I think you really um, like work out what people need, how you can help, rather than just going, yeah, go the, out and the, Justin, sell. The JIT process is going to be so important moving forward. There's going to be people that are going to order at the very last second. And they're not going to order, you know, like we do deals and someone buys you know, six dozen, they get one for free. Forget it. That's a $1,000 purchase. Yeah. Um, mm. So then what is that actual average spend going to be? And you've got to look at that and then assess your entire business. And I've looked at it and gone, well, across the entirety, the average spend's about 400 bucks. That's so two cases. So then you go, well, okay, what we need to do is do two case buys and then offer them out and then do, do them in increments. If someone can do four Fine, you can offer a little bit more discount or something along those lines. They can take 10 or even more again. But, I mean, uh, within reason, you've still got to work in your model. But yeah. I found out that if people are buying two cases of one at a time from a yeah. shop. So you really sat down and you said, what are my clients potentially doing now? I looked at the dollar spend. The dollar spend. Yeah. yeah. I looked at the dollar spend and yeah. what the average was. I looked at how I've been doing it, what's been structured, what percentage of business And that's really confronting deals. sometimes as a business <clears> owner because <throat> sometimes you don't really want to know exactly what's going on in terms of money coming in, money coming out. But I think it's... No, now we have to know. Oh, I was going to say, but I think know. it's more important now than ever to yeah. actually know but yeah, like stuff. Two years ago, well, the average yeah. spend was like five, six hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, but easy. in the last 12 easy. months even, it's yeah. popped down and it's about 400. Yeah. So, And then what's it going to be moving forward? It's probably going to be 200, which is yeah. one uh, case of wine. Aren't people wanting to stock up on wine or...? Oh, look, we've had some good increase on uncertain areas. I mean, IGA and Foodworks in Victoria has just gone a bit blunter, to be honest. It's been great to yeah, watch and yeah. see what they've been. It's all been off the back of toilet paper, but, mm. I mean, that's why, seriously, they're just so busy. People are buying everything they can. Tins of seaweed. I was oh. in the Coles yesterday and I was, like, coming out. I was just at the counter and then all of a sudden one of the ladies... 
toilet paper and then there was a whole barrage and I just I, I should have videoed video? oh, yeah, no yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah, everyone ran to it and I'm like I'm, I actually crazy. need toilet paper and I was yeah, like I, I actually needed it yeah, and I'm like so when I went and got so I didn't like bolt but I had a Thanks. bit of a fast walk <laughs> too much information um, I have been wondering whether people are going to start taking the toilet paper from our office just in case but Leon I want to get back to something because I think I see mm. this a lot with people you've been sending me tax like do you know a telemarketer I need a telemarketer do you know a telemarketer I've been doing that since last year though. yeah yeah and I'm just like <laughs> ignoring you like oh, I don't have a good telemarketer I need someone making uh, like getting me new business, and then I called There's you up heaps to heaps of people in the Philippines. Yeah, that can use no, them. no, we're not. Oh, yeah, we're not talking, talking about, about today. yeah. And then I, yeah, yeah. I don't care about Philippines. Like getting trying to get a Philippines to tell him yeah, about it. No way. So did what well. did you do, Leon? You picked up the phone today and took, started took calling people. Horse. Is that right? Who were you calling? No, oh, no, I actually was calling WA this afternoon. So, so you um, were just going out and making calls to get some business in. Is that right? Oh, with existing clients and some new, and then yeah. getting around, following up on leads, and looking at. Repeated orders, so actually going back over sales data and, and seeing it strategic who bought back in March of last year um, or Feb March, then looking at over two three months, you can go six weeks back, six weeks forward, and then I mean this is how my mind works, and I really dissected a lot of information, and I just actually went straight for the horns, and yeah, it was great. Did about fifty dozen today, so I was like. That's a nice day. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So that's and I was a bit worried because Leon was. Uh, I'd had messages from him that he was bunkering up, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's going into hibernation in his little place, uh, like in his little farm now, uh, self sufficient farm." You do you think the worst? You want to think of the worst case because yeah. still, I mean, you got to be honest and say, "Well, we're currently sitting in a position that's worse than the GFC." Yeah. You know, it's had the largest drop on the um, Dow Jones in, in history. Mm-hmm. Um, the now they dropped thirteen percent yesterday. A total of something like thirty six or thirty eight percent in total. You're heading towards a recession. You yeah. can't put your head in the sand and think it's not coming. And that's got to be the realistic point. Um, let's hope that there's, there can be some coming back. But I don't know. I, I remember looking at it as a kid in the eighty six. I mean, you were probably three or something then. But I wasn't I was, even born then. Oh, <laughs> boy. So you're probably thinking, well, I remember as a kid though, getting through that period and I know that, you know, went, I went what? to... What period? The period uh, she's joking. She was alive. No, 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 what period? Oh. I'm serious. I have not really felt, and even the GFC So October 21 like in 1987 was actually a major crash in Australia. Oh, okay. And so how old were you? 87, I was 10. So I remember, remember that. It? Yeah, of course I do. My... Uh, my, one of my uncles was uh, the CEO GM at um, State Bank, so when it collapsed, oh, yeah. so that was pretty close. So yeah. um, do remember that, and then remember, you know, and luckily the uh, the folks who got the, the the word pretty early, get your loans fixed and get it somewhere else. There's a big crash coming, and it wasn't from the, just for the State Bank, but it was just going to be across the board. Yep. So then, you know, you go through schooling and your parents try and do the best thing and send you to college, which I did. I went to PAC and I know it would have been really, really... <laughs> for, anyone, for anyone outside of Adelaide, like PAC is like one of the rich boys' uh, schools. Well, we weren't the rich at all. We were like a, a general, you know, middle-class family yeah, working ass people always say that. We weren't that rich. <laughs> <laughs> Says Talitha. <laughs> now you're rich, aren't you? <laughs> you're married <Jose>. one. <laughs> uh, we married for love. <laughs> Okay. You've gone quite and read. <laughs> so my going. highlight of this whole thing was don't be afraid to get on the phone and make some calls. 
um, to drop, to, but to listen, yeah, to listen to your clients. Think about what you can be doing, how you can be helping people, and not saying, "Oh, I'll get a telemarketer to do those things. I'll get a marketing person to do some things for me." No, take responsibility. Um, do calls yourself now. Anyone else? What else can we control now to help us get on a like on a survive a sort of let's get through this? Is anyone else doing anything um, to control things that they can control around here? Um, I well, I'm definitely looking at my household budget. Um, in, oh, I hate this budget word. No, but you've got to, Miriam. It's so <sighs> realistic because people I know. people have have got unlimited amount of credit card debt at the moment, personal loan yeah. debt, and it's pretty serious. So they might stop mortgage repayments. Yeah, that's true. But you still, those those little debts that you've got, so I would encourage anyone right now, Netflix, like you do in business, like whoa, 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 Netflix. <laughs> hey, I just whoa, bought whoa, shares whoa. in Netflix and Steam, man. <laughs> yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. No, but yeah, Leon. Yeah, but in all honesty, like, like, do, you, do you need it? You're going to die if you don't but have it, and you've got to ask yourself Leon, that question. it's not that because I'm seeing, I'm seeing budgets every single, I'm seeing people spendings every mm. single day. Cut the crap. Trim yeah, down. Yeah. You are, yeah, So many people are spending so much money on takeaways I'm not not even like once or twice a week as a treat like every single day look at what you're spending and why you're spending it in business and it's in life lazy. yeah but it's but why it's just the lifestyle that we've got accustomed yeah. to when there's income yeah. come in you income, can get easy credit you can do zip pay like it's after easy. pay it's easy to splash money it's easy to just go like that and think yeah. not think about it We're now we Uber actually have to think about in the coronavirus to someone's <laughs> yeah. house and then boom yeah. Uber is I've shut never, I've never received <laughs> Wait an, for I've it. never received an Uber Eats or anything like that just because I one my town doesn't allow it for it used to but then I thought to myself well free corona with your steak yeah no no in terms of like you've got to make sure that in in business you cut down your expenses yeah. that you don't need to spend mm. money on and in life as well because there's no point if your business is cutting down you go home and your food bill is astronomical because you haven't looked in your pantry before you went shopping. Like not even kidding, not even that, but it's also about. I've got three tomato sauces right now. Yeah, well, you I can went use and bought it all one up. Like, you don't need to buy three <laughs> from the I do shop. That. I don't need tomato sauce for yeah. a month now. And I've got, so, I've got so many budget saving tips that you can actually look at within within your business So and if your anyone home. wants budgets, budget tips, you can contact Talitha about it. She'd be more than happy to help you. Um, I did at the start of the year review all of my subscriptions yep. and cut a whole lot of crap. So now you're you're on mine, you know. You're on my Netflix. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't watch TV. I don't. I don't watch Turbo. No, so you can you can um, definitely. I'm look talking down. about all my other subscriptions. As a business owner, I have like 15 subscriptions. Yeah, I tried what, to what negotiate are the fancy ones that you negotiated and cut off. I just spoke to them and I said, "You're getting too expensive. There's yeah. other competitors. I'm going to change." And you know, I either changed or I got well, look they how reduced. Look the Greeks, it. the Italians, and the Chinese, the Vietnamese all do it. I mean, I remember being in Sydney and looking up at a house, and this is serious. I was in them. Um, in Cabramatta in, in the shopping centre on the top of the thing and there was a whole family there in one unit. They had like three families, seriously. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. They had eight people and then the grandma was out the back cooking, cleaning, washing. Yeah, then they had three raised, sets of families going off working, getting, pulling money and actually doing it You've smart. raised a valid point. Like my parents live with me in the one household and um, it's to reduce costs down partly and also I get babysitting help. So I think people are going to have to think if you do ever do lose lose your job can you move in with someone else in the interim um what else can you be doing to and or i think that just the financing i will share an example of to keep your cash right now i did have someone call me up and say um 
Miriam, should I buy a car right now? Um, should I cash no. or finance the car? And I was like, um, keep your cash if you need to go for finance. And then I was like, but do you actually know, need the car right now? And they're like, no, nah, not really. My wife just wants a nice car. And I was like, well, you tell her, you tell your wife that I'm saying <laughs> no, 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 wait a little while and keep this cash. So people probably aren't even quite realising this. These were like small business owners. Um, so I'm hoping that everyone can kind of realise. And I had to tell another person, if you can get full-time work right now, because one of the, they're going to lose one of their incomes. If you can get full-time work now, right now, you get the full-time work and take it um, because, yeah, we might have families where one person is getting an income, the other person, and, and that's that happens anyway, but we have been so accustomed to two people getting an income, that might not be the case as we um, go down the track and we're going to yeah. have to adjust to it. Two halves or a half and a quarter could be the reality if it gets extreme. Um, how is everyone continuing to maintain a positive mindset with, I mean, we who knows what's been announced right now on the government, who knows what Scott's going, uh, Scott Morrison's going to, our Prime Minister is going to announce um, tonight. What are we doing? What time to, is that on? I don't know. It's, Sisters at Slay Podcast is way more important though. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing to maintain a positive mindset? Sam, are you doing anything? Yeah, I think uh, I, I think fuel in the tank is a huge thing, you know. Um, for me, in a time like this, you know, it's an incredible amount of emotional load. Mm. Um, it's an emotional load on your customers. Uh, it's an emotional load on your staff. It's an emotional load on us as business owners. So, you know, um, le- you know, as as the leader, you you know, you need to be but you need to be on 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 point. How do you get that fuel in, in your tank? In 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 a fuel sense, I guess there's two things I've been doing. Uh, well, in fact, three. You know, um, try and get try and rest as much as possible yeah. um you know re- rest is key i'm just so not someone that's on point if i if i'm tired i just my productivity is half eat better you know yeah. so high energy shit foods is just for me it's just it, again i go all right for the first 3 hours of the morning and then i just crash yeah um so i've been i've actually turned to a lot of salad based uh, a lot of healthy uh choices going away mm. from the carbs and stuff and the you know the 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 bad sugars and stuff um, but don't beat yourself up if you want to have it. Just do it because you've yeah, oh, also got to be happy. Yeah, oh, I will. Admittedly, <laughs> I, mean, I am like a warrior eater. So yeah. my thing that I do is I just start eating if chocolate, I'm worried. Popcorn. No, yeah. just whatever. Like, oh, oh mum has not stocked up on chocolate. <laughs> she's yeah. she's stocked up on everything I, else. I think the last thing though, is, as well for for me, has been um, just exercise as well. You know, yeah. make take that mm. time. Even if it's if even if your exercise is doing calls, cold yeah. calls, whatever, run around the block and do fifteen thousand steps, what whatever it, that how, is. Well or, everyone's gonna be isolated flavor. potentially soon to we just do our little steps and well, our little yeah, perhaps you do. Stuff, there's you know, heaps of stuff I you guess, can do. There's heaps of yeah, stuff you can exercise be positive. That's exactly that's exactly yeah. right. You can still be exercising yeah. working out at home. I think yes. we can sit there. Yeah. Like yeah. yesterday, and then I feel like I'm being revived a bit today. Yeah. I was actually, I was, of course. Got some sun. Yeah. The grapes were being picked. I walked up and down yeah. about bloody 20 rows and around the vineyard. And yeah. I should have put a thing on. I probably walked 10 or 15 k's. Like, at the end of the day, like this is this is here. It's happening. It's not going to be forever. Yeah. Right? So it it is what it is what you make it. Yeah. You know, you own your own experience. You yeah. Know? So you can choose to go. Oh, but this is going to happen, and then we're going to be cooped up inside and in singing sperm suits with fucking respirators, right? <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. That, that you could look at it in that lens, or you know, I deal with cards as they're dealt. 
Yeah. You know, at the moment, it's not a it's not a problem. It's it's not that situation for me. So it's important, um, in my view, to stay positive, to stay um, healthy in your mind, so that you can respond to this. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are struggling right now. We yeah. all are. You know, and we all will for a while. But at the end of the day, you know, we will go on. We will get through this. And uh, that's, that it's important. I'm yeah. reminded of my business mentor that has one of his favourite quotes is, this too shall pass. So it's the good times, yeah. this too shall pass. The bad times, this too shall pass. So it's thinking we are going to get through it at some point, but th- maybe this is our new little normal for a time being and we just need to um, ride it out as best as we can. I think also just look out for each other as um, a community, um, mm. as uh, like one of the areas that we discussed today was never before probably has the world had to do you, like come together and unite. Since the recession in 1929. Yeah. Is that how old were you in, in 1929? Oh, I don't know, minus 60. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. sort of thought it was awesome, you know, that I, I said to someone today, you know, one day our kids will study this and write about yeah, this. Yeah, they will. Well, our kids are living you know. through it as well. Yeah. Well, they know about it. Yeah. How is Gen Y going to get through? Look, all the 25-year-olds who think they're bulletproof. Yeah. That's me. That's me. The world teaches you weird and wonderful lessons. I was going to say that's me as well. (laughs) (laughs) You guys. Gen Ys here, Leon. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, you guys are in business and you're quite switched on, but there's a lot that are not and they think that they're just bulletproof and they've been through a really good year and money's been flowing. and going to hit them in terms of this is it. I think if you're an employee, you just need to add as much value as you can right now and also just be mindful. And there's no point. Like you're an employee. Add value, make put all the efforts in, and also think about diversifying what Other you can do as well. Yeah, stuff, potentially so having a side hustle as well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't think we should grade employee. I don't like that wording. It's more what? around like if if you're anyone, do oh, what you yeah. can do. Yeah, right yeah. Uh, to add value, True. to be positive, yeah, to actually, embrace. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, hundred um, yeah. percent. I think yeah. that's. I think that's good. I think I was just thinking in terms of. Some of the people that might mm. be listening that necessarily don't own businesses, yeah, but, yeah, sure. but it, in it, terms of it applies, it applies to, to everything, everything. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think as a mortgage broker, um, and you've spoken from an accounting point of view, but with my clients as well, it's just getting them in the position to cut cut the household budget in terms of refinancing. Um, and making sure that they've got that extra cash flow available yeah. just in case something does happen in the future. And that's really important. And, um, yeah, just making sure and working together to make sure that they're ready to to whatever comes in the future, that they, they are equipped, um, that, you know, they've got that six-month plan. They can move forward past this and it will pass. Yeah. Leon wants to talk. No. We put your hand up and drink wine. Oh, yeah, no, well, I, an instant strategy, and I am doing a webinar on Thursday. <laughs> Thanks for strategically passing that through. I'm doing a webinar on Thursday actually for my clients. Um, and it is about thanks, Sam. Has to he has to go soon. Oh, <laughs> thanks for letting us know. I got another meeting. Oh, don't worry, we're wrapping this up. Yeah. Um, but my point was one of the things that clients could look at doing while the economy is still fairly okay, while you still might have jobs, while the house prices are still what they are. And um, if you can potentially look at refinancing and or getting offset accounts, having that money potentially just available, a just-in-case scenario might be a certain option to be looking at yeah. right and now. How much money do you need in, to last three to six months? Just get as much out as if the you, banks will you, let you, yeah, really. Essentially, if you couldn't work or, you know, that's after trimming but down all your not, expenses. It's not going to spend that money. It's just having it in an offset account because, yeah, worst-case scenario, if house prices do fall, you don't want to be having 
wanting to se- you don't want to be getting into negative equity one, but you don't want to have to be selling your property oh, in a negative equity scenario. Se- scenario. So um, well, these eight steps here, read them out. What these are eight are steps? They your steps, Leon? I don't no, know. No, they're not. But I. Okay, we'll quickly read these out and then we'll finish off um, because Sam has to go. Uh, Contact creditors right away. Create an emergency budget. Consider a personal loan. Be really careful about personal loans because the interest rates are pretty high. Use the product with the lowest interest rate. Send temporary hardship letters. Use community and government assistant programs. Draw on retirement savings. A little bit hard to access your super. There are certain circumstances medical health reasons and or uh, financial hardship, which you can potentially access super. Maybe the government would help us and avoid payday loans. Um, So, yeah, be really careful. If you have to take borrow money, just be really careful about those interest rates and or talk with your accountant, talk with your financial advisor, talk with your mortgage broker to uh, communicate with people to discuss what your best strategy is. Okay, any... um, uh, any final words, any closing marks before we wrap up? Anything you want the audience to remember you by? Oh. <laughs> oh that's so deep. <laughs> wow. Well, I was just thinking of saying go hard or go home. I think it's you've got to yeah. bury in and yeah. deal with the punches. I said it before. Get on with it um, and keep smiling. Be happy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can you can be miserable behind doors. Just don't let other people see it. I will... My final remark is it also did made me reflect on my life and what was important to me and some things that weren't I was stressing about and or weren't important, weren't important to me. So it was really like a crisis just for, forced me to make some pretty big decisions about a few things because I was like, no, uh, like I don't need that crap in my life. I really have to focus and niche on these certain areas. So it was pretty reflective and or also made me rethink about how I want to grow my business in the future. Do I really want all these additional stresses? Maybe I want things to be a little bit easier. Maybe I don't need to scale at this crazy um, goals that I'd set myself for. So I'm really going through a bit of a self-reflection process at the moment. So don't be too hard on yourself and use your community for support is my final word. Yeah, and mine mine was, um, I guess, in my experience from this so far, it's just uh, really um, brought a sense of closeness and team, you know, and, and, and how much, it you know, we get busy in our roles and we get busy in our time um, doing what we do, um, whether, you know, um, you know in, in any role really. And, and I guess when you're, when you're sort of coming together and you're, you're sort of having to, um, I guess, pull ideas out and, you know, come up with a plan and come up with a strategy, um, it's really... Yeah, for me, it's just like wow. The you know, this is a real sense of team and a real sense of of closeness here in this. And hang around positive people. Cut out the people, or cut out some of the noise. Um, yeah, as soon as I started talking to these guys about things, I was like, my mind just switched, and I was like, yeah, like let's go for it. So also be really mindful, mm. uh, and and communicate with positive people. Get communicate. Parasites. Yeah. yeah. Talitha, any final words? Um, I think definitely this is the time to really, like you said, Miriam, all of you guys are doing the best you can and that's all we can do and everyone's doing a great job but definitely um, keep healthy. I think that's probably the main thing because mm-hmm. if, if you mm. haven't got health, you haven't got anything. So mm. True that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you so Wash much. Any comments, any questions, <laughs> wash your hands. God, don't touch your face. Don't cuddle. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Social guys. 
guys. Racing. Any question, questions, comments, feedbacks, if you want to touch base with any of these guys um, or ask us any questions, if you want us to explore any more topics with this, there is no que- no topic we are not afraid to talk about here. Um, and we want to help inspire, empower you guys through 2020. See ya. Bye. Ciao. Ciao. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We are getting awesome feedback from our viewers and listeners and we want to hear from you. What was your key takeaway, your lessons learned, something you can relate to or your aha moment and share it on our Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit our sisterthatslay.com.au website to see what we've been up to. This podcast has been brought to you by Miriam's business, Fab Tax Accountants. We make your life easier keep your books clean and accounting and tax can even be fun so you can love your numbers.